Growing your business can be difficult and lonely, but there is an easier way. Welcome to the JVology Show, the podcast that will transform your business with a steady stream of perfectly qualified free leads and consistent passive income through collaboration. Now, here's your host and the founder of JVology, Jay Fissett. All right, welcome. We have an exceptional, exceptional presentation coming up from my dear friend, Alina Vincent. How are you, my dear? I'm really good. Thank you, Jay. I am so glad that uh, you made time and juggled. It took a little bit of uh, maneuvering for the two of us to get together for this, but I do appreciate you juggling as well. We have uh, one of the smartest women on planet Earth, particularly when it comes to this thing called online or Facebook challenges and using them for list building. So this entire day of list building has been jam-packed full of brilliant ideas to build our list. But I got to tell you, Aline and I have had this conversation a whole bunch of times, and I think it's true that the five-day challenge model is really the new product launch formula model in a much easier to execute, higher connection rate, easier to meet people where they're at than anything under the sun. And I'm just like epically blessed that Alina is here to teach you this process. I tease people and say that Alina invented it, which isn't entirely true, but you certainly did perfect it. <laughs> how, long, how long have you been doing it? I've been doing challenges for six years. I've been teaching people how to do challenges around four or five years. So way before people even knew what five-day challenges are. Right now, there's this hot marketing trend and people are like, ooh, look, this new thing. I'm like, I've been doing this <laughs> before <laughs> anybody knew what they were. But yeah, it's been... I started participating in challenges way before that for fun. It was my very first business was a photography business. So I was participating in these community challenges where people would go like, hey, for this month, let's do black and white photography or let's take models on the train tracks and shoot them with balloons. So like with whatever weird stuff we would come up with. And the, the goal of it was to challenge ourselves, to get ourselves out of a comfort zone and to do something fun and kind of feed on each other's ideas. So I was participating in those community challenges before I started my current business. And when I started my current business, the very first thing that took got any traction in my business was running my very first 21-day challenge back then, which was called uh, Facebook Traffic Explosion and how to get clients from Facebook organically. And that basically started my whole business. So everything I do now is kind of based on challenges and challenge-based launches. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so... Before we go any further, I just want to I just want to sing your praises for a brief moment or two, and then I'm going to hand it over and you can teach, and, and the rest of you should be getting like pen, paper, notes. You should be turning off your Instagram, internet, well, not your internet, obviously, Facebook, all those sorts of things, but you should focus and pay attention here. So Alina, in, and I mean this in all seriousness, is one of the smartest human beings that I know. I've had the privilege of being uh, both coached by her and coaching her, and uh, she sees things in a way that most people don't. And I have um, supported people with course design and workshop design and all those sorts of things for years. And what I can tell you is that her challenges program, which you'd be crazy, by the way, not to get at some stage of the game in this process, is one of the best designed in the universe. So I don't do courses, but I got my assistant to do the course. And I just, I have to say this because I think it's so great. It's like, he's sitting in my office, you know, a couple of feet away and it's like, Hey, what about, and it's like, Oh, she just answered that. And then a couple of moments later, it's like, I wonder if it's like, Oh, she just answered that. And then, so by the time this goes on for like an hour, she, he's like, out of all the courses I've ever done, this is the best designed, executed, and broken down I have ever seen in the entire history of the universe. And it's just a reflection of how Alina's brain works. So when it comes time to doing the challenges, and I'm willing to bet a bunch of people here have actually been through my challenge, Alina helped me with that. And honest to goodness, I would come to her and say, I've got this brilliant idea. And she'd go, no, that's a university course. It's too much. And so I'd hock it into bits and, uh, you know, we landed with something that's probably one-tenth of what my original idea was. She still thinks it's two times too long. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> but without your guidance, honestly, Alina, in that, in that process, I really would have designed a university course and it would not have had the power and the effect because that challenge for us has built our list. It has filled events. It has rang the cash register in epic and stunning ways and has been incredibly, incredibly strong. So on that note, if there's anything I have missed in terms of introducing you that you think you should fill the, the crew in about, maybe we should start there and then I'm going to hand it over to you to teach your heart out. That sounds good. I think it's good. If you think of anything else, you can always add, add it later. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. You are on, my dear. Okay. So what Jay asked me to talk about is how to use free five-day challenges to build your list fast. And this is not the only thing a five-day five day challenges can do. 
but that is the focus of what we want to talk about today. So first of all, let me make sure it's working. There we go. So very basic definition. <laughs> my background is, uh, so that's one of the things that Jay, maybe you didn't mention, is my background is I worked for 16 years at the university. I was an instructional designer. So that's partially why I create really good courses that actually help people get the results. But it's also making sure we're all start on the same page. So the very first definition is what's an online challenge. And no, I did not invent online challenges. Challenges existed ever since the beginning of human race because we always want to compete. We always want to compare ourselves with ourselves in a previous in a previous iteration or with others. So challenge simply is a call to take part in a contest or a competition. When it comes to business, this is my definition of what a free online business building challenge is. Free challenge is a live mini training where you're taking a group of participants and they go through a series of actions for a set period of time. And as you heard, like my signature formula is five-day challenges, and, and they achieve a common goal as a part of the community. So that is, for me, the definition of a five-day challenge. So I'm going to give you a whole bunch of examples because it's much easier to kind of wrap your brain around what's possible and get ideas from different industry, different fields, different expertises, different ideal audiences on different examples. So I use five-day challenges for lots of different things. So like this year alone, we have five challenges that we've done. We're probably going to do at least that many next year. And I use challenges to fill my programs. I use challenges to get one-on-one -on -one clients. I use challenges to, I, we launched the book this year that we used the challenge for. And I use challenges to fill my life events. So pretty much anything you're launching in your business, anytime you want to create, like you're selling anything, you're making an offer. If you want your offer to convert, put a challenge in front of you because it's not only building your list. It's not only helping you establish yourself as an expert in that field. It's not only increasing your reach, but it's also going to help your offers to convert. So here's some of the examples that I've done. Uh, five easy steps to create your irresistible opt-in offer. Six-figure idea challenge. More clients from Facebook. 5K in five days. Authority accelerator. Uh, supercharge your Facebook group. And visibility Kickstarter. So just to give you an example, that just this last one, the Visibility Kickstarter, I do it once a year. I've been doing it for about four years. And this year, this challenge helped me bring in people that ended up uh, generating almost a million dollars in my business. I'll show you how it actually happened in just a little bit. But these free challenges is the core, the basis of all of my business, from list building to uh, platform building to establishing my community to obviously making offers and making offers that convert. So here are some of the examples from some of my students. And you might know some of these names. Say yes to you, five-day roadmap. And that's a, another teaching point here. If you don't like the word challenge, you don't have to use the word challenge. You can use word map or roadmap. You can call it adventure. You can call it a journey. So it really depends on who your ideal audience is and what type of uh, challenges you're creating. It could be celebration. It could be a game. It could be pretty much anything. It could just simply be five-day mini training. As long as you follow the core promise and premise of what the challenge is, you don't have to even use the word challenge. Gina Gabellini, I'll share with you a little example from her as well. So hers was design your six-figure program. Uh, Charlotte Jacobs, she did book five consults in five days. Morgana Ray, hers was a rich witch challenge. So for those of you who may be thinking like, but my topic is so much different than weird and woo-woo, like uh, Morgana's challenge is Rich Witch Challenge and her Facebook group, at least when she runs her challenges, is called the Witch's Coven. So like you can get weird and still make lots of money with challenges. She's one of the few human beings who can pull that off um, and just like knock it out of the park. I love her. Yes. So next one is how to create uh, Rinda Norman, how to create your irresistible online program in five simple steps office meditation, how to make big impact and big money was your passion, make it happen, prioritization challenge, start your living legacy. So that's another teaching point here. Your topic of the challenge, even though challenges are fun, challenges are easy, challenges are simple. That's the whole like, let's get together and do something fun. The topic itself doesn't have to be fun. It can be serious. We have uh, people who do challenges around like living legacy. I've helped people design challenges around grief and loss. I've helped people design challenges around medical conditions and serious diagnosis. So it's more about give, getting people together, giving them hope, 
giving them some helpful tool to survive or to find a better path that helps them deal with whatever they're dealing with. So the topic can be also pretty much anything you can imagine as long as your people want it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fall in love with networking, go life in five, from junk to juice, goals that matter. This is Jay's, (laughs) Jay's one, five JV partners in five days that you just talked about. Client attraction commercial, become the go-to expert in your niche. This is from Milana Lashinsky. Bill Barron did get off your butt and go get clients Kickstarter. So the name could be whatever your audience resonates with and five days to better sleep. So hopefully this gives you an overview how the topics could be very different, how your language can be very different. And hopefully you started to think like, oh, if I were to create a five-day challenge, what would my challenge be? So the next thing I want to think, I want you to think is when you're coming up with the topic for your five-day challenge, there's a few rules that you definitely want to know about. Number one is it has to be aligned with your offer. So you cannot do like a five-day gardening challenge and then sell a dog training product. So like, obviously they have to be related. So whatever, whoever you're gathering in front of you, because when you're creating a challenge, you're building your list those people should be your ideal clients for whatever offer you're making. On the other hand, it cannot have the same outcome and the same promise as your offer. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make with their challenges is they make it too close to their offer. So for example, if if the program that you're hoping to sell at the end of your challenge is how to get clients from LinkedIn, don't create a challenge called how to get clients in LinkedIn. Because what (laughs) will happen is at the end of their challenge, You people will say, wonderful, this was great. You're the best. I got everything I needed. And they'll walk away because they're in their thought. They will be thinking, I don't need to pay you money for more of the same that I already got the traction with. And the biggest difference between a lead magnet or an ebook or any kind of resource and a challenge is the resource, it's all passive information. When you're talking about challenges, it's designed to put people in action. It's designed to help them to get wins. It's designed to get them implementing right away. And if they start implementing, they will feel like they got it. It's like it's no longer a pain point. So they will not invest in your offer. Your offer will not convert if you basically solve their biggest pain point. So you always have to think of like, what can I give to my people that's relevant to my offer and maybe a prerequisite for it or maybe addresses one of the objections, but not the same promise as your main offer. So hopefully this is making sense. The next thing is it has to be something that your audience actually wants. It has to be not something like, oh, everybody needs to know this. It has to be that something that you people already walking around and saying, it's somebody would just tell me how to get JV partners. Or if somebody would just tell me how to start building my list. Or if somebody would just help me with an idea for my challenge. So whatever that thing that they're saying, it cannot be what you want to teach. It has to be what they're already looking for that addresses their one of their pain points. And the last thing I want to say here is it has to be doable and achievable in five days. So the first thing that means it has to put them into action. So whenever I hear people say, at the end of this challenge, you will learn or you will know more or you will understand that's not a good topic for the challenge. That's a red flag because the topic, again, is not information. It's what can you tell people? What is that minimal amount of information that they need to move forward and take start taking action to achieve a result that you promised them. And it also has to be doable and achievable in five days. That's one of the things that Jay and I we were talking a lot about his challenge because he was creating these things where people won't even see the results until three months later or until like later on. So whatever you are promising, they needs to be complete within those five days. So those are kind of the main high level overview of how you create your topics. The promise of the five-day challenge, there's usually, it falls into three different categories. Encourage a new habit. So for example, start exercising every day. It could walk people through a process. For example, how to set up your online dating profile in five days or teaching you skill. So for example, how do you start, how do you get better at public speaking? So those are usually the three categories. So as you're thinking of what kind of challenge you can create, it will probably fall under the one of those categories. So if you're thinking right now, I want you to, if there's like anywhere to type comments, put the comments and say, if you were to create a challenge, what the challenge would be. 
if there's nowhere to put comments, there's nowhere to put comments. There's nowhere to put comments. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know if you want to play with this at all. Why um, not? So you know that Corey and I are doing the Power Between Couples weekend that's coming up in mm -hmm. February. Yep. Truth of the matter is that we've just made a Facebook post and it's already selling like that. So I'm not sure that we need to do a challenge, but we did start framing out a challenge. And if, you know, my first title is the relationship reset. I mean, but that's really what the weekend is, which is too close, right? Too close. Uh -huh. but, but we could do something like the five days of wild sex challenge. And then based upon what works or doesn't work for the couple, then we mm -hmm. can say, that's fantastic. If you want more of that, you should come down to do this particular weekend. Or if you ran into trouble, it actually means that there's other stuff going on. And the truth yes. of the matter is that there's almost always other stuff going on. And that's what we will actually deal with in the weekend. But I, I think it would be, we could engage people. And it's got a hooky title that would reveal the truth of the circumstance of if they're not already having wild sex, it isn't because they don't want to have wild sex. It's because there's other there's shit going other on in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So is that tangential enough? Yeah. So uh, that like anything that gives people like sort of like a bandaid, if you want to think versus mm -hmm. solving the core problem. So the bandaid could be like how to like a week of five minute dates or the week of how do you get to wild sex or uh, how do you rekindle romance with like, in five minutes a day, like certain little things that does not solve the underlying problem if they need a relationship reset, but yeah. gives them enough of a taste that they can trust you. You obviously move them forward somewhat, mm -hmm. or you've identified the problems that they have, so they want the next step. So that's the goal of the challenge. So you want to give them like either a little bit of a taste, uh, so teeny tiny that it's not satisfying at all their hunger. They're still hungry for it or something that gives them an example of what kind of things you can do with them. Sorry, my sense? brain went crazy. I'm a, a little tired. Oh, the hungry? We can have fun with that challenge. <laughs> um, so, okay. So for those of you who are watching, I hope you're taking notes. I hope you like wrote down, like, here's an idea or maybe multiple ideas for what you can come up with your challenge. Exactly what we just did with Jay. So you want to back up a little bit. You want to make sure it's not the same promise. And you want to give people, it could be, again, could be addressing one of the objections, could be like, I don't have time for romance, or we're fine. So what are some of those things that you can address in your challenge that opens their eyes, opens that door and creates that bridge to your offer so your offer converts? You because know, what you want to, yeah, yeah, go ahead. What I just want to say is that you said something this time in, in all of the times. And I mean, and just to be clear, gang, Alina has been on my stage for JVology Live and Mastermind to Millions and at uh, our JVology Summit. Like I, I've heard this a couple of times. She's coached me on my own. I've heard this a couple of times. And you said something that I've never heard before, or, or perhaps my brain was too busy to hear, which mm -hmm. was that the challenge should be almost like a Band-Aid to mm -hmm. the issue. And, and I'll tell you where my brain went with that, that I think is, is significant, which is it speaks to the acknowledged need versus the deep need. Yes. And people are always looking for a Band-Aid. And it's yes. the acknowledged need. It's like, if I could just have five dates, or if I could just get he or she to sit down to do X, or if I could just get those pieces done. So I love that explanation. And that actually makes so much more sense to me in terms of, of this idea. So what is the band-aid that mm -hmm. my audience is looking for? Yes. And that goes back to like, you have to, like, you have to invite them into what they think the solution to their problem is. And yes. then throughout the challenge, you have to lead them to the real solution. Yes. And that's not, uh, by the way, you went through my older version of the program this year. I've redesigned it about 75%. So there's a lot more of those nuances. So mm -hmm. now I teach people how to do the bridge between the challenge and their offer. So it converts. And one of the, I'm just going to give you like highlights of that. So you want to start them with what they think the solution is. That's what makes people sign up for your challenge. That's what builds your list. That's what gets people like exactly where they think, where they are looking for the solution. Throughout the challenge, you have to escalate it. And basically, like, here's, like, here's how you get wild sex, number one. Here's like the second idea. Here's the third idea. And on the last day, you have to basically say, yes, and here's the bigger picture. Here's like, we just covered like one-fifth of all of the elements you need to be looking at, but there's other five elements. Or you can say, like, what I've just covered you is only the first step, and there's five more steps. So you kind of leave people wanting, like, again, you solve one problem and it opens the door to the next problem. You have to do it all in your five-day challenge. That's what creates those amazing five-day challenges that convert is that you open up their eyes to that there's more or that was only the band-aid. And then your whole entire bridge, however you go from your challenge to your offer, could be webinars, could be strategy sessions, could be Facebook lives, could be just series of emails. There's lots of ways to invite people to your offer. 
that's when you basically acknowledge everything they've just done. Like, hey, look, you just found the time to do this. Or look, you've actually created this. Or look, you're thinking about things differently. And then kind of poke the, like, you're kind of like creating this big balloon of like everything they've accomplished. And then you poke it and you go, but here's why it's not going to work if you're going to do it alone. Or here are the three mistakes people make if they try to do it on their own. Or here's why you're all excited, but it's not going to last for more than a week without the right support and the right guidance. So you want your challenge to uplift people. And then your marketing between your challenge and your offer has to basically kind of do a reality check. Here's why you need more. Here's why you need a different mindset. Here's why you need more tools. Here's why you need a structure. Here's why you need mentor. Here's why you need more time or accountability or whatever that other piece that your program provides. Make sense? It does. And it has me, it almost has me going back to this couple's thing is something about seduction. Like if, if it was five days of seduction that led to an epic date or some version thereof. Actually, that, we can that, discuss. Yes, that, that could work. Okay. I'm, I, I'm making. <laughs> yes. But again, it has to be doable within five days. Yeah. So the whole entire thing was making <laughs> well, it's a like, date. If they can't seduce their partner in five days, they got bigger problems. <laughs> well, <laughs> I agreed, right? And then they would know. But just make sure that the day doesn't, doesn't happen after five days, that they has to happen on the fifth day. So like joining the challenge, they need to like book the time, block the time to make sure it's happening. But in this case, wouldn't we actually want the date on the fourth day? On the fourth or day whatever, or like, the but sometimes day during the... Something? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it has to happen during the five days. That's, that's the whole thing. Okay, got it. Yes, <laughs> lots of ideas. All right, let me show you some of the results that I've gotten with challenges and my clients have gotten with challenges and share how it's actually how we use challenges for list building. So if I'm going to share my screen again. So this is the very first time I've done my challenges in five-day format. So I've done a 21-day format. I've done 30 days. I've done seven days. I've done 10 days and five days. Like there's so many reasons that I don't want to, I can't, I don't have time right now to get into but five-day challenges is the best possible format, especially if your goal is to build your audience and build your list and build your expertise and still have an offer at the end. So the very first time I've done it was probably about four, four and a half years ago. In five days, and this was before anybody knew that I even existed. This was before I had a big list. I didn't have any JV partners. Like It was basically non-existent. Facebook groups did not even exist back then or at least I did, my Facebook group did not exist back then. So I had 200 participants. We made $1,500 in sales just from selling the recordings from this free challenge. And then I did a three-day sale. And again, that was before the Facebook Lives. And I just did a series of three or four emails making this offer. It's like, hey, if you like this challenge, you're probably going to like this. And we made $7,000. So the very first time I tried this format, before I knew what I know now, we made $8,500 in just five days. So hopefully that's something that you would like to recreate in your business. Now, this was not even this year or the last year. This was the very first time in 2018 where I did a big JV launch for with affiliates who were helping me promote this five-day challenge. So again, free five-day challenge. We had 7,000 participants and we added 5,000 new members to our Facebook group. And we made over $300,000 on this launch alone. So again, so awesome. this was a couple of years ago. So again, the growth in terms of the lists, in terms of your Facebook audience is unbelievable. I don't know anything else that helps you like for free that you can grow your list that big, that fast in days. So here's a very simple list of what you actually need to run a challenge. First of all, the idea. That's probably going to take 90% of your effort because if you come up with the right idea, it's going to serve you for years to come. If you come up with the wrong idea or the topic is not perfectly aligned in a right way with your offer, you, you might still have a challenge. People might still say, you're awesome. This is amazing. This was great. But if you want the offer that converts, you want to make sure that the idea is the right idea for the challenge. The second thing is you need to have a Facebook group because this is where you're building the community. This is where you get uh, people connect with each other and feed off of each other and support each other. And this is where the accountability, this is also where they win prizes. This is where all the engagement happens. And you want to have high engagement in your challenge. The difference between a challenge and a free video series is the community. Because if you're just saying like, sign up for this and I'm going to mail you links to five videos, it's not the same as a five-day challenge. 
because the community is missing. There's three levels of engagement for people to say yes to your offers. And pause, and pause, have, pause, pause. Yeah. Mm, yes. Everybody, write down what she's about to say. Okay. So I, I've heard this a whole bunch of times. I know what's coming. These are the things that people miss. No lights, no landing gear. And I can't tell you how many damn times I have to channel my inner Alina on this. So write this shit down. Go. <laughs> Hopefully I'll say what you think I'm going to say. But anyway, so there's three levels of engagement. For people to say yes to you, they need to engage with you. They need to engage with your content. And they need to engage with each other. If you're missing this third component, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. And majority, like pretty much 99% of marketing tools that are right now exist, they only do the first two. They engage with you or they engage with your content. Majority of it is just engaging with your content. This is like they downloaded your ebook or they attended your webinar. A few people do more interactive things, like they engage maybe that you allowing people to do a Q&A at the end of your webinar, or maybe there's some kind of like communication on the Facebook Live. But majority of this is how you get yeses for your business. This is how you get your offers to convert. You need people to communicate with each other and be on the shared journey, achieving the common goal and seeing how other people react to it, how they respond to it. If you don't have that piece, you are missing on probably 50% of sales you could have. And the engagement, especially inside of the Facebook group, especially in social media, that is unbelievable social proof. Because if somebody just engages with your webinar, loves it and sends you a message and saying, oh, this was so awesome, you just changed my life, you see it and they see it. If they post the same exact post in the Facebook group, now thousands of people saw that reaction. And now they will be a lot more likely to check out. Like the social proof is incredibly valuable in this whole entire process. Did I say what you wanted me to say? That was exactly, <laughs> that was exactly the thing. So, and I keep saying to people who... Well, I, I'm going to go on a little rant for a brief moment. There is some value in trying to reverse engineer what people do. There's some value in that. I mean, the Russell Brunson's built an entire multi-million dollar brand on, you know, you can funnel hack somebody else's process. But here's the son of a gun about this is that most of the time people get it wrong. So I, I was in a conversation not long ago on this exact point, which is somebody's like, I'm going to do a five-day challenge, but for convenience, people can just opt in whenever they want and go through it. And it's like, that's not a five-day challenge. That's a five-day course. Yeah. And if it doesn't have- It's just have, a video series. Yes, it, that's all it is. It's a five-day video series course. That's it. And it's like, no, no, it's a challenge. No, it's actually not. So anyway, I just want to really emphasize this idea that it is the, the directed community, energy, engagement, conversation, interrelatedness that makes all the difference in the world, which brings me to this other point that I wanted to just make is that- I see people also creating separate Facebook groups for their challenge instead of running the face that running the challenge in the Facebook group they already have, which is moronic. The whole point is to actually demonstrate a result and to have momentum in the group and all those sorts of things. I don't get why people do that. And they always come up with some dumb reason. It's like, it makes no sense. I think it's, it's one of the dumbest. Can I say that? Anyway, that one of the dumbest things that people do with their challenges, it's like, okay, let me gather all of these people together who want what I can solve for them, who now over the next five days develop this huge no like, and trust factor with me, who look at me now as their mentor and coach and they're getting results and they're getting wins and they're associating me with those wins. So like for them, like I am the right person because they just went and completed the whole entire challenge. So now I'm going to make this offer and a percentage of those people will say yes which is, yay, great. And then I'm going to take the rest of these warm, amazing leads who like, maybe this was not the right time. Maybe this was not the right offer, but they fell in love with you. And you're like, and now I'm going to throw them away because mm -hmm. this was a pop-up group and I'm just going to not use them anymore. Like it, it's seriously the dumbest thing that people do with challenges. So yeah, my desire for all of you is to always have, do all of your challenges in the same Facebook group. That's what re-engages your group. So if you ever say like, oh, nobody's talking in my group, do challenges in it on a regular basis. This is how I grew my group from zero to now close to 32,000 people. And this is what brings the engagement, excitement, social proof, and new blood into your same entire group. So your followers always have things to engage with. So yeah, I'm glad you're bringing that up. All right, next. And the last thing that you need to run the challenge is you need to follow a proven format that works every time. And I think that, Jake, that goes back to you. To what you just said, don't reinvent the wheel. And I can't tell you how many people who are my clients now come to me saying, I've done challenges. They didn't work. 
and I've seen other people do challenges and they turn me off. So show me the right way. And again, we've had thousands of people going through this process and it works. If you do the work, if you understand the new, like you need to understand the science, art and science behind it, not just like what are the logistics, which I'll show you what the logistics are in a second, which is my next slide. So it's all you need to do, like logistically, you need to have five pre-recorded videos, each five to 10 minutes long. There's whole bunch of science for why this length but that's all you need which means it only will take you like an hour to record them all so if just think about it like even if you do 10 minute videos five of them it's 50 minutes so it's really easy to put together once you have the right idea you need to come up with five assignments because you always at the end of every video you're going to give people a homework an assignment or a challenge and then you need to have five facebook prompts which is asking people to share the result of their homework assignment or a challenge in a Facebook group. That's how they win prizes. This is how they support each other. This is how they uh, get interacting with each other and feed off each other's ideas. Then in my formula, we do only one live Q&A call on Zoom during this whole entire five-day challenge. So it's usually like an hour or two, depending on how many people you have. Where do you and like to place that? Thursday. That's Thursday. a, that's a the solid part of my formula because what you're going to do is at the beginning, that you're going to have the most engagement, the most excitement on day one. Then it's going to start dropping. And it's going to start dropping just because things, distractions, and some people just kind of forget about that they're signed up for the challenge. Doing this Q&A call on Thursday brings that engagement back up because you're going to uplift them. You're going to encourage them. You're going to say, like, look at all of the amazing stuff you've done. If they got stuck, it helps them get unstuck and give them clarity. So you're finishing a challenge strong. So, like, everything that I do, it's because we've tried it 100 other ways and it didn't work. Or I've had students who've tried it other ways and it didn't work. So, like, it seems simple, but there's a, lots and lots of reasons for why we do it. So we do the Q&A call on Thursdays. And then the other, whoops, I just shared something wrong. Share. There we go. The gamification and prizes, that's part of challenges being fun. That's part of like, even if it's a teeny little carrot, but that teeny little carrot will encourage people to complete the assignments on time, to stick to the challenge, to show up every day, and then compete for the grand prize. So we have daily prizes. We have grand prize. And again, there's lots of logic and behind how we do the prizes. And the last thing, and this is optional if you have a lot of people. So when I was first starting out, like when you have 100, 200 people, you can easily manage the comments and do a lot of personalization in your group. You can say, this is great. Have you thought about doing it this way? Or mm, I don't think you quite understood what it is. Let me help you clarify. So at the beginning, you can easily manage it just by with Facebook comments. Now that I have thousands of people participating in my challenges, I kind of watch it. And if I feel that I need to come in with a correction or show people examples or do an extra Q&A because maybe the topic is a little bit tougher, I would do it for Facebook Lives to manage my time and kind of leverage my time. But it's totally optional. Those ones, like, like sometimes I do the same exact challenge two years in a row. And one year, there was a lot of confusion. So I had to do a lot of Facebook Lives. The next year, it's everything's clear. So I only did one extra Facebook Live. So it really depends on who is joining your challenge and how it's going. And if you improved your explanation from year to year. Yes. Um, so this is something that I am offering as a gift to anybody who's watching this right now. Jay will have the links for all of this. So this is if you're like, oh my gosh, how many other little pieces are like, what else do I need to create? This is a five-day challenge checklist. This is the exact checklist that my team uses when we're creating a new challenge. So it has every critical element that you need to have in place before your challenge, during your challenge, and after your challenge. So it becomes a profitable challenge. So a little bit more details than what I had in the previous slide, but it will tell you like you need these kind of posts, you need these kind of emails, you need these kind of opt-in pages. So if you're curious about like a little bit more of the process behind it, download this checklist and you're gonna have, again, it's all of the essential elements that you need to have in place before, during, and after your challenge. I'm going to show you a couple more things here. So again, going with the list building, the key to list building when you're doing a challenge and why it works amazingly well, and again, in a matter of days, is because we actually do something that I call triple opt-in. First of all, we're asking people to sign up for our email list because this is how they're going to get instructions for every day. This is how they're going to get videos for every day. 
They're not posted on the Facebook group. So people actually have to be opted in in order to receive the content from the challenge. So that grows your email list. The second piece is we're asking them to join our Facebook group immediately because this is where they can get their questions answered. This is where they can meet other people. This is where they can get feedback on their answers. And this is where they can win prizes. This is what qualifies them for prizes. And the third piece, you can use a Facebook messenger or text messenger or even both to build your third list, which is going to be a list of the phone numbers or the list of like we used Facebook messenger bots to have additional ways to communicate with our people. So even if you just do this, that's you building three different lists at the same time, which means, wait, yeah, go ahead. Wait, no, you, you, you finish up and then I'll, I'll just reinforce. Yeah, so basically it just means with one effort, with one invitation to a free challenge, which if people understand what a challenge is, they know that means they're gonna actually accomplish something. They're not just gonna randomly sit there and listen to the video passively. During that time, you are creating those three lists. So during the challenge and after the challenge, now you have three different ways to communicate with them. So it could emphasize your message. Let's say after your challenge, you're doing something else. You're inviting people to your life event. You can contact them on the email. You can contact them by posting in a Facebook group, or you can text message them or use a messenger bot. And you can also divide them into three different lists and send three different messages. So maybe if you're promoting two different things at the same time, which I don't recommend, but you could, I've done it in certain situations where my list gets one message and my Facebook groups gets a different promotion or a different message. And it allows you to leverage your platform as a JV partner. It allows you to leverage if you have two conflicting things that you need to spend some time on. So I'll let you emphasize whatever you want to emphasize. Well, you said it really, really well. I, I just want to underline the entire purpose of today's segment in terms of list building is to make this point that what was list building when I started in this business like seven years ago was an email list. That's what it was. And the truth is we need more and more and more cross-platform lists and different channels to reach people. And here's the honest goodness truth. And I think this is one of the things that people get wrong about you know, comparing the list from a challenge to the list from an opt-in campaign or cold traffic. And in my estimation, and, and I think you would agree with this, the list from a challenge is worth at least 10 times what an opt-in list or cold traffic list is. For the mm-hmm. simple reasons, number one, it's worth three times as much because you get three different ways to reach them. Okay? Right. Just as simple as that, it's worth three times as much. Then the next piece is, now we actually have them embedded within the Facebook group where they have engaged and they have worked with other people who are in the community, which creates a social bind and a social bonding to that entire process. And now we add to that, which I think, by the way, multiplies it by at least two. And then we add to that, that they actually got a result from us before they ever bought anything. Mm-hmm. And the truth is a matter like a opt-in PDF or even a great video series, they generally don't get a result. They get information, but they don't get a result. And when you stack up a list of, you know, and I'll, I'll just use a specific example. And I still, we, we've been so damn busy. I haven't been able to do the last two JVLG lives, but the first two challenges that we did that went to JVLG, they were small, they were tests. Like I did one while I was on the marketer's cruise where I couldn't talk to anybody. Like it was, it was like the worst of the worst of the worst. And we still did two challenges. I think we had 900 people opt in. And at last count, we did about $182,000 off it. Like that's a pretty good list compared to if we, if we got 900 people from almost any other structure, it wouldn't generate $182,000. So I just want people to recognize that, that the reason that, that Alina is here and why we're talking about all of these different routes is that lists of different channels and different processes have different value. And in my humble opinion, this is one of the highest value lists that exists on planet earth. Yes, I agree. (laughs) So we can finish on this since we're kind of talking about the lists, or I can Mm -hmm. share with you a couple of results on how you can monetize the challenges. Totally up to you. Let's do a couple of results. Then let's give them your little secret gift for them. Okay. Well, I already talked about it, but we will definitely come back to that as well. So, and speaking of lists, This is, again, I shared it a little bit earlier, but so my business, my group is called Business Owners Who Think Big. If you ever want to participate in any of my challenges, just join this group and you'll see the challenge popping in eventually. And and just to be clear, that link will just be below in the little scenario. So it'll be right beside so we can drive people right there and you can go go visit. Perfect. And, but people always ask me, how did you grow your group so fast? And why is your group so engaged? And why is your group so helpful? Because you're not just building community with like tricking people to join your group or adding them. 
they are coming in because they want something that you're offering. The biggest burst in growth of my group is like every time I do a challenge, we have new people. It's close to 32,000 people right now. And the main, like the number one growth strategy is doing challenges that where we invite people to join our Facebook group. And they're engaged because challenge teaches them how to bond with each other, how to talk to each other, how to support each other. So coming off of the challenge, they already have this, this like they don't feel like they're brand new to the group where they don't know how to talk to anyone. They don't feel like they don't know anybody in the group. So doing a challenge and bringing new people in, you're bringing them in as engaged community members, not just lurkers who just join the group and never do anything. So all of those pieces add up to not just you have a list and you're growing your email list, but you have this engaged, active community that is perfect anytime you do a market research, anytime you make a new offer, anytime you want to ask people, what do you want next? Anytime you want to run anything by them. So to me, my group is... I value it a lot more than even my email list because it's a very it's a two-way communication and people are a lot more engaged with you. So a couple of examples here is people ask me like, oh, but can I do it in any type of industry? Like you're you teaching people how to make money. So I always like to bring example of Carrie because she came to me and her concern was, I don't have an online following. I don't have a Facebook group. I'm non-techie. I've never gotten a single client online and I'm non, in, not in a how to build your business or how to make money online. So her uh, challenge was unleash your psychic ability. No, it was unleash your inner psychic. And she's like, can I make money with it? And we said, of course you can. So I helped her create her challenge and she made over $7,000 from her very first challenge. So like amazing awesome. results, first time out. And she only had 60 people in your challenge. So you've heard like us talk about thousands of people. And the challenges, she had 60 starting from scratch, no list, no Facebook ads, no JVs. And she still made over $7,000 on her very first challenge. And of course, she's done this challenge multiple times since. Anna came to me and she said, I already have a community, but I'm switching the direction completely. I want to be known as something else. And I recommend a challenge is the way to establish yourself in this new field, in a new direction. So she had 200 people participating in her challenge. And after the challenge, 50 people bought her $197 program. For those of you who don't want to do math on your head, it's basically $10,000 from her very first challenge. Again, pretty impressive. I hope you like, hey, it's five days well spent, right? So, so just, to, uh, I, yes. I just want to reinforce, let's go yes. back. That, uh-huh. that is proof positive that a list built through a challenge is worth at least 10 times a list built anywhere else. Because the conversion here, like if you look at your... If you talk uh, launch kind of that language, yeah, it's 25% conversion versus if you look at a regular launch bucket, if people get two or 3% conversion from a lunch bucket, they're celebrating it. Well, the, well our friend Marisa just got three and a half, which was like off the charts good. Like yes. It's probably closer to one and a half in most circumstances. Yeah. And this is like, again, it's a really high conversion tool for your offers because Again, you're getting people to get a taste. They get to try before they buy. They can see that you can, if they follow your instructions, they start getting results right away. I can't tell you how many people told me that I've gotten more done in your free five-day challenge than I've done in six months prior being in a mastermind. And they're like, and this is why I'll always follow you and I'll buy anything you create because your free stuff is so powerful. And then the last thing I wanted to share with you is Gina. So Gina Gabellini, she's super established. She's been doing the regular traditional Jeff Walker launches for years. And uh, she's seen me doing these challenges. And eventually she told me like I eventually talked her into doing it because I'm like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And she's like, no, I don't want to do it. So her biggest concern was she wanted to sell a $10,000 package. And she said, I'm afraid that five free five-day challenge will attract, attract freebie seekers who are not going to do anything. So I don't want to spend any effort attracting free people. And obviously, how can they convert from something free to a $10,000 offer? So she, I talked her into doing it and she trusts me. So she did her challenge. She got 20 people signed up for her programs and she actually made a quarter of a million dollars because a couple of those people upgraded to her 25K mastermind all after five-day challenge. And here's another interesting thing. She launched that same offer using the traditional approach. And so it's the whole PLCs and you do the, the webinars and you make the offer. So she did the same thing doing was only the five-day challenge. And her conversions on her webinars were three times higher 
than doing the traditional Jeff Walker's launch. So again, it goes back to what Jay just said many, many times that they're not regular people. They're your not only ideal clients, but they're people, they're not freebie seekers, they're action takers because you're catching them right where they need help. They're all raising their hand and say, I'm willing to do the work right now to get that result. So they're ready for that next step that you're inviting them to. So again, super key. It's not only it's building your list, but it's building, like I hear this all the time, like if only I was getting better people to have strategy sessions with me. If only I had more qualified people. This is like the best qualification process, the best filter to end up at the end of the challenge with your ideal, like ideal, ideal clients. Like, so that is, again, we can't emphasize this enough. You're not just building a list, you're building a really hot list who's ready to say yes to you. And here's my results from the launch earlier this year, just to kind of put a cherry on top. So I did my visibility Kickstarter that I do once a year. We had 8,400 people participating in this one. We offered our program, which is Fast, Easy, and Profitable Online Challenges. That's the program Jay was talking about. And we had over half a million off in sales from that launch. And then we invited people to our live event, which this year was virtual. And we made over half a million dollars in sales at this event. So this is over a million dollars from one challenge. So I'm going to leave you with that and see if Jay wants to do any. So in the gift, you want to talk about the gift again? Well, let's just pause. You you want to celebrate this? Yeah, let's just pause there for a moment and, and I'll get my JVology glass and give you a symbolic cheers. I should have brought mine. <laughs> yes, because that really is a stunning result. And let's be clear about this. The truth is, you know, I've been doing research in terms of some of our other projects in terms of the platform we're building. Only 7% of all businesses ever break a million dollars in a year. And this is just one challenge. This isn't all your revenue streams. This isn't all your offers. This isn't all your challenges. This, isn't, this is just one challenge that strikes to the heart of what people want, has the conversion process built in, and has an event with a high-end offer. That's stunning. And like, my hat's off to you. That's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So if that isn't incentive enough, folks, for you to go and get her freebie and figure out how the hell to learn this process, I don't know what is. So let's talk about the freebie. Okay, so the freebie is, it's that profitable online challenge checklist. So profitable five-day challenge checklist. Again, you're gonna get all of the essential elements of what we do, there's actually a checklist with pages and pages of things of all of the little pieces that you need to put together before, during, and after the challenge. Again, proven method, this is what we do, this is what we give to our clients, this was part of my program that we just pulled out and now we're making it available as a free gift so people at least can see what goes into putting putting together a challenge. you need to have so many posts for your Facebook thing. You need to have uh, so many, like you, you need the opt-in page, you need a thank you page, you need these many emails. So it has all of those more nitty-gritty details of what does it take to put a challenge together. Beautiful. So go get the freebie. Jump into Alina's Facebook group. And I just want to thank you, my dear, as always, for over-delivering, outlining a simple and powerful process that I really genuinely believe that everyone in the JVLG community, everyone who's participating in this summit should be learning how to go about this process to serve our tribe, attract the right people and engage them in getting the result that they damn well need. So on that note, I know that you know we were focused on challenges and those sorts of things. Is there anything else, because we're in this whole category of list, list and then S, lists building, mm-hmm. that you would like to serve anyone with in terms of thoughts about list building and the significance or any of those pieces? Yeah. So one thing I want to kind of emphasize, and I like that you're not just limiting lists to the email list, because traditionally you hear from everybody, you need to build your email list, your all of the gold and all the money is in the email list. And I realized that which was a lucky realization or like I stumbled into it. And then I realized that after the fact that one of the secrets to my success was growing the Facebook community. And when I have new clients working with me, I don't even start them on a list building first. I start them with community building on Facebook because to me, it's way, way, way more powerful. And I've done it many times where I would make the offer to my list, which was bigger than my Facebook group. And I would make my offer to a Facebook group. Facebook group converts higher. And the biggest thing is, yes, people say like email list, you own it and Facebook group gets shut down. I don't think it's going to shut down. They may change the rules, but hey, we've enjoyed it as a free platform for years. So whatever happens, happens, right? But 
email is basically you standing on a pedestal and you like giving your little messages and very few people will ever write back to you. If you're in a Facebook group, I can make a post. And if it's something relevant to my people, I can have like 100 comments or 100 or a couple hundred responses within the next hour. So it's much more instant. It's way more of a two-way communication. Other people can start questions and they feel like they're a little bit more, you're a lot more relatable. You're a lot easier to ask questions. If it's an email, very few people, especially once you start building the your visibility and your credibility and your authority, very few people will be just like, hey, Alina, tell me, give me answer to this. And they feel free to do it in my Facebook group. So the, the relationship is on a completely different level. And you don't even have to answer it. I spend maybe five, 10 minutes a day on my group. People always go like, how many hundreds of hours a week do you spend on your Facebook group? Like sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes nothing. Because if you create your group truly as a community, then when somebody asks me a question, by the time I see it, half of the time, there's already 10 really good questions there. So all I have to say is like, yes, what they said. And the mm -hmm. person is satisfied and I'm happy. And the community, it's like, it's the crowdsourcing of knowledge, information and expertise. And if you set it up this way, it basically runs itself. And people still feel like this is the, like I have some people who say, I don't even Google anymore. I go to your group and I ask a question. So if you can <laughs> set it up, because they know they're going to get fast responses from yep. people who kind of know what they're doing. So again, so what I want to leave you with, don't just focus on your email list. Email, build it. Of course, it is your asset. However, like look at building communities and Facebook is the only place I know that has communities that actually talk to each other, that actually there's this relationship building. So if you want JV partners, if you want potential clients, if you want just talk to other humans online, Facebook communities is the number one spot where I would send you. Well put. I appreciate it. All right, gang, get Alina's free gift, follow her, join her Facebook group. And thank you from the bottom of my heart as always. And I'm going to be probably picking your brain about this five-day challenge for the couples <laughs> thing, which we weren't going to do, which you can now have my brain going on again. <laughs> awesome. That's great. All right. Bye. Thanks, Alina. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the JVology Show with Jay Facet. Please rate, review, and share the show with your entrepreneurial friends. For free joint venture resources and more information, visit jvology.com.